good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. However you happen to be watching and or listening to this, I want to welcome you to a special episode of the Gaming Circle Podcast. The podcast where this week you can tell we're not having, we don't have a named or a numbered episode. Uh, and and my, my, my co-host isn't with me because, of course, we'll get into why that is. But we do have a bunch of special guests, and it is because of a very special reason, if you've seen the thumbnail. It's because we've done this before, and we figured, you know what, it's been a year, a year and some change. I think, I think a year and a week. So we might as well reconvene the council, if you will, and talk about our experiences that has been the year of our Lord with the Steam Deck. But first and foremost, let me introduce my guests. And none of these, none of these are really guests. They've been on our show many times. So, you know, we're just, we're just happy to have them back. First and foremost, I will welcome the gentleman who actually put this idea, the bug in my ear, the idea of getting together and reconvening and having this conversation. You've seen him on many shows, both on Double Barrel Gaming's channel and my own, as well as his own channel. He's, he's been in and out of the gaming community these days because he's, he's sorting out some things, but he's always here to, to have a great conversation about gaming. Mr. John Wolf joins us. Good evening, sir. How are you doing? Good evening, Kay. Uh, I hope everyone's doing well. Yeah, you know, after I saw on the on the news and that the Steam Deck turned one year old, I, the first thought that came to my mind was, we got to get back together and talk about this thing, man, because this device, uh, it's it's been it's been a heck of a year with this device. And as you remember, I was one of the earliest members of the community that had my hands on mm -hmm. uh, with it. I sold it off. Uh, mm -hmm. You convinced me to give it another try, and ever since I did. I haven't looked back, man, and I He's turned into PCMR, this, this guy. Uh, these days, yes. These days, yes. It's been a little bit of that. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I'm happy to have you here, and we're, we're really going to get into it. You've actually gone hard on, on, on other handhelds, which I will, we'll get into as well. But let us introduce our other guest. It's unfortunate that our co-host isn't here, and, and he always seems to duck out the back door every time this man shows up. And I think it's because he, he rivals in slander. <laughs> the man, the podcaster from DPS Podcast, where him and his other dynamic duo get, a, get on a great show every week. And he always blesses us in our chat, keeping people on their toes. Mr. Slomo Backslap, how are you doing this evening, sir? I'm doing great, man. And look, look, I, I had talked to everyone before this. And he had mm. told me that, like, um, there would be no way that he could do this this podcast. Um, <laughs> and while also hiding in Jim Ryan's closet. Because then Jim Ryan would hear him. And then, like, it would just kind of blow his whole espionage thing he got sure, going on to sure. find out what the real, real uh, is going on with the APK deal. So I, I understand why he's not here, although I don't agree mm, with mm. his methods. I do understand. Mm, but no, yes. like, I'm, I'm back once again. You know, like, I, I think I might actually have a very different take on this. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's uh, what we're here for, baby. That's what we're here yeah, for. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, definitely compared to what my feelings were of it. But mm -hmm. I, 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 um, last time we did this, but I think if you compare the last stream mm -hmm. to what I'm going to say in this stream, it will make mm -hmm. a lot of sense. Oh, great. We're here for all the varying opinions, both good and bad and, and, and indifferent. And that's exactly what we're here for. So we appreciate you being here, sir. And of course, last but not least, he is also the man you hear all over these various gaming streets. And, and especially if you're looking for some, some, some real, real talk on some racing games, this is your man by far. But unbeknownst to most, he's also quite the technologist. Every time I hear him speak on the topic, I'm, 
I'm always refreshingly like, you know, I'm enjoying everything he has to say. He is very knowledgeable and he always ends up gracing us with his presence and we appreciate it. All cool and calm, even when he's ranting. Mr. Fuzzy Belvedere, <laughs> how you doing this evening, sir? Doing good. Glad to be here with you guys. Man, Steam Deck is a... Uh... It's been a, a nice surprise as far as from last year, and mm -hmm. man, got so many things to say about it. And yeah, you know, one year later, let, let's let's get into it. <laughs> okay, okay. So you know what? This will be an abridged version of the show for those who happen to catch this later. We'll throw this in the feed later. That's why we didn't do it live. Um, we'll, but of course, this is our show, and we always get through. We we talk about the games we've been playing. So I'll, I'll put a little a twist on it this time around. I will ask. Starting from from the the well, starting from my, I'm at the top of the scale, so going lower. <laughs> I will ask Mr. John Wolf first. What is the last game you have played on the Steam Deck, sir? I'm actually playing it right now. <laughs> I'm okay. playing uh, Doom. I'm actually playing Doom Eternal as we mm -hmm. speak right now. But beforehand, uh, this past week, I, I went back to a game that I never beat. And and when we go into the, one of the reasons that I love this thing and have grown to love it so much is because I literally call this the backlog killer. Mm. Okay, and uh, and and I went back to the original Watch Dogs. That's nice. a game okay. that I never completed. I I always I, I was always in the middle with it. Um, especially after that whole Ubisoft debacle that they started having, you know, mm -hmm. these show of dreams showing off these tech demos, and then they would release their game, and it was nowhere near there. Yeah. But some time has passed, and I must say that going back to a game like that has been quite refreshing and mm -hmm. uh and i've been enjoying myself with it man that's that's pretty much what i've been playing lately on the excellent. on the steam deck excellent i too have used it as a backlog killer for me it's more like a like a, a reliver of olden days and in, in, in nostalgia if you will like you'll see me playing games like actually uh the most recent one I, and i should have put footage on the screen right now you're watching hogwarts but uh i've been playing remember me I don't know if you guys remember that that game. Remember uh -oh, me? Professor Weasley is broken. Yeah, you see that? You see that? I, 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 I caught her. I caught her doing doing the bump. <laughs> uh -oh. She couldn't. She couldn't leave. I, eventually, I think I I, I signed how, out. How'd you back get? In. How'd you end up getting a Switch version so early? Man, <laughs> <laughs> see, look, look. And when she leaves, when you leave, it, it, it kills the story. But she's just stuck there, just doing the bump. She can't. She can't get out. But eventually, <laughs> eventually, I sorted her out. I literally had to like push her. In order to get her out, yeah. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of the one of the only bugs I, I will be uh, I will say I've I've caught in the game. By and large, there, it runs pretty quite smooth. Quite a few in that game. There's I ran to one in particular yeah. where you can't complete a quest if you oh, if wow. you you uh some of the quests are in areas that you can explore you on your own. Yeah, I guess I was doing too much exploring and enjoying the game too much. I opened a cage. That had like some uh the animals in it. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Um, you can only open that cage once in your playthrough though. Oh wow! So when I did the quest where you had to open that cage uh with the girl that uh um what's it Poppy or whatever mm -hmm, her mm -hmm, name is mm -hmm. that, that yeah. loves the animals. Loves animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was doing her side quest. I couldn't open the actual cage oh, because yeah. it was already it, it was it was set to be already open and uh -huh. the animals weren't there. <laughs> so I, could, I couldn't complete the quest. They they, they have apparently fixed that in a um a patch uh, okay. over the past week. But yeah, when I've, I I've experienced game... very minimal bugs with with it. Th this was one of the most notable ones. But so far, I've been pretty lucky. And I've I've been like really playing. I think I'm like 50, 60 hours in at this point. I'm really playing that game. I'm trying to get rid of it before like games like you know other huge games come in and 
and yeah, I, make the I, backlog I beat even it worse. Twice. I you beat, beat it with it a twice. Slytherin. Wow. And I beat it with a Ravenclaw. Thirty yeah. hours each for both. And wow. Yeah. Uh, I but my my Slytherin. You know, I was doing dark arts. Everything. Actually, I actually I, <laughs> I worked. I'm, I'm I might do a video where I'm just I mean, like, what's the big deal with the dark arts? Bro, Honestly, bro. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Some of these I'm, finishers... I'm Gryffindor, and I'm I'm totally dark arts all the way. I have every single dark art spell, and I'm just I, using I mean, it all time. Okay. I, I mean, Some at the end of the finishers. day, aren't you aren't you killing people either way? So yes, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's what's dark arts or not. Yo, <laughs> it, it, what's worse? That I I gave you a mercy by doing Avocadaver <laughs> on you and you died instantly, mm -hmm. or I pick you up in the air and I slam you three times into and the then ground. you die and then crack listen, your neck. I, I, right. I'm playing yeah, yeah. I'm playing Later Doom Eternal right like now. I, that that sounds right. to me like listen, I'm not gonna kill the, the demons with my with my shotgun. I'll kill them with the with the chainsaw. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the same like, thing. It's, They're still gonna it's die. The same thing. There's another finisher where you make people just explode. Bro, but my favorite like, one, my favorite one right now is to turn you into an inanimate object and throw you against something. Like I just turn people yeah, into right. like into like like uh, uh, what do you call it? Wooden wooden uh, buckets. Yeah, yeah, the, the transformation and just, spell and, the, and, and just, it's explosive. Exp and yeah. then you throw it in and, and kill his partner. <laughs> you kill two people at once. But oh, no. but the dark art stuff is wrong. Oh, that's 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 wrong. <laughs> guys, what's, I, what's the difference between Crucio and me uh -huh. setting you on fire? And setting you on fire. I'm gonna need. <laughs> I'm gonna need you guys to give me a little crash course later on in another episode here, cause K, I, I, I'm having a, I don't know about that game, man. I mean, I see the little, I, I see the people flying around with broomsticks uh -huh. and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'll be I don't honest know about with you. this, man. I'll be honest I love with combat. you. It is really good. It is Arkham Combat in a in a Wizarding World skin, like, and and you know, yeah. I know people people have a hard time with Harry Potter and all of that, and, and I can understand that. The YA stuff isn't for everybody, but take that out of it. It's actually pretty darn fun. They fill the levels full of stuff from day one. If you know what you're doing or if you have any kind of inkling as to how that world works, there are secrets around every corner. It's just generally a really fun game that you can get lost in for a long time. I'll pick it up when it's on sale, man. Everybody's yeah. been raving about it, so. It's it's damn good, man. It's, it's really, yeah. really, really good. Now, Fuzzy Belvedere, <laughs> what games have been keeping you busy? What Steam Deck games have been keeping you busy? Uh, most recently was Undisputed. Now, the ah. only reason why I stopped playing it on the Steam Deck is mm. hopping between my PC and my Steam Deck. Somehow, I can't get the settings separate. <laughs> so it's like, I'll have it where the settings were making it a little jittery on the Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. Turn it down, runs perfect. Mm -hmm. Then go back to playing it on the uh, the gaming rig. And then it's like, oh, wait, why why does everybody look like they've I'm, been I've noticed some of that, too. It depends on the game. So... Some yeah, of the games I, I just don't have a, a good profile separation. It's not you. It's it's the game. Some some games are able to do it easily. Other games yeah. you turn uh, like I, I'm running a 4K 60 on my on my PC. The minute I go on Steam Deck, I'm like running at like half a frame per second because it's still <laughs> it's still running at 4K whether I want yeah. it to or not. It, 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 I have noticed that myself. Okay, but how's Undisputed as a game in general? From launch, it was it was pretty good okay. offline. Like against boxers this is what a lot of people have been looking for as far as like a, a return to fight night type of deal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now online's a little bit of a different story they didn't have certain things in place to kind of stop the you know spamming i guess you could say mm -hmm. so people were spamming hooks and some people got upset and then they did a complete 180 and put in something called arm fatigue which works great for the hooks but mm -hmm. they also did it for jabs which if you're 
a fan of the art of boxing, jabs are like your primary thing and mm -hmm. throwing only three. And then the third one's like, you're like a 90 year old trying to throw a baseball <laughs> deal. So, they, so, oh, so what you're saying is they it added like, they added like, the like uh, what do you call <laughs> yeah. it? Uh, from soft, like stamina meters to, to boxing. Yeah. So, is that yeah, boxing or that slap or that slap fighting I've been seeing around? <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like <laughs> boxing for senior citizens. Pretty much. So yeah. they, they, they've definitely nerfed the jab. Like yeah. I'm, I keep on going on their forum or discussions and be like, hey, can you up it to five? I mean, like that's a norm. Or even mm. when you do switching between hands, because they don't want you to throw three of the same from the same hand or something. It's like still like there's so many boxers that use the jab to kind of like play keep away or or set people up so they can do a hook mm -hmm. or set them up so they can do a cross and they kind of killed that now well, why, why don't they have an actual happy? hey fuzzy why don't they have an actual physical like visual stamina meter where it's like certain certain um um kinds of uh of shots will lower that meter but you can see Didn't it go OG down fight night yeah. have that too like fight night, well they, they have that stamina like that, meter right? the only drawback was it only seemed to work on the player side and not the ai side uh, <laughs> so th there's there were still some things about it where it, it still didn't quite fit right like i i i kind of get where they were going as far as the direction but overall prior took... to that arm fatigue thing it, it was everything that a fight night fan would want in a modern day boxing game i mean minus you know some of the big names <laughs> i mean there's some big names in there but like more more recent big names and things like that or some of the historic big names in in boxing from middleweight to heavyweight and stuff mm -hmm. we're missing but it, it's still fun even on the steam deck prefer playing it on big screen with the controller and stuff because i have set for for my uh, lg monitor and stuff but um Running yeah. 60 frames on the Steam Deck, it, it works a lot better than what I was expecting. Out of the 60 box. frames on the deck? No, it's it's 30, but okay. it's smooth enough where you like you could do the 60. It's just mm -hmm. that when you when you change the settings to have it where you can run it at 60, you'll get like most of the fight works great. But then when you're doing like a back and forth exchange then it will it'll start to drop frames to the point where it's like eh, it's a little too jittery it mainly if you're online offline mm -hmm. works fine still but i i do the 30 frames just because i, I want to see the swelling of the eye i want to see mm -hmm. the cuts i want to i want to see the, the sweat and the blood splatter and all that mm -hmm. stuff and the 30 seems to hold it up better as far as the the better boxer detail and and mm -hmm. stuff i agree and fuzz i'm glad you brought that up because that's something i think is important for for the listeners to know uh, look 60 is is ideal right mm -hmm. always but on on the on the screen uh, on the size of the screen 30 i don't know about you guys but i've run some games at 30 and it, and, and it runs smooth man it really yeah, does. no i agree i do agree i will say though like for my use case of the deck if you're able to hit 40 i'm that's my ideal i don't even play 60 yeah because 60 kills battery if I'm able to play it at 40, <laughs> it's smooth as butter and it still gives me good battery life and I can play for yeah. extended periods of time. So to me, yeah. it's that small, that small difference that 40, if I can lock the screen down to 40 refresh and it's still mm -hmm. working and I'm still able to get that straight, straight line, no jitter, that's, that's exactly where I want to be. So I do hear I you on that. that. That's usually my barometer, whether I should play it on the deck or not. Can I hit 40? If I can hit 40 is good. If I can't hit 40. Eh, maybe this is more PC than it is deck, you know, that that kind of thing. But yeah. okay. 
Slow-mo backslap, sir. Yo. I know you may not be playing the deck as much as you used to. I, I don't know. You know, what have you been playing recently on the deck? Uh, the last time I played a game on my Steam deck, it was probably about two months ago. Okay. And I played Persona 5 Royal. So and okay. that was through XCloud. So I was ah. doing the whole the whole, you know, mm -hmm. the jury rig mm -hmm. through, you know, uh um the browser, mm -hmm. getting XCloud running and it, it was fine. You yeah. know, of course, of course it's it's a turn based uh, sure. RPG, so you don't need to have like a precise quick switch yep, uh yep. Um, movement and um, execution of, of of moves happening, but it's it, it was fine. Uh, mm -hmm. The thing is that for me and the kind of gamer that I am, I kind of like alluded to this last time we did this was like, I, I work from home. I very mm -hmm. rarely leave the house. Mm -hmm. uh, I, the last time we did this, I, I did take the Steam Deck with me when I went on vacation. Okay. And I was away from home for a week. It was great for that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. the problem is that like, I don't really do that often mm -hmm. i would love to go on vacation like once a month but i don't right <laughs> i'm not rich so uh i i'm a pc gamer primarily mm -hmm. and a lot of the gaming i do is just on pc like i yeah. barely play on x the xbox i have i barely play on my ps5 so with the steam deck it's like the it's only time i have it play on. <laughs> right and so yeah. I, i'm also like even when i had a switch you know, back in the day, I do have another switch now. Shout mm. out to the wife who, like, who on my birthday decided, oh, he has everything. He doesn't have a switch. I'll get him a switch without actually asking me that, that I want nice. a switch. That is nice. But there I, you go. That's, that's nice, brother. Now, did she, she fish your, your 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 switch out of Lake Minnetonka? <laughs> <laughs> no, she went and got a switch OLED, which was like, oh, why did you spend all this money on this? But no, no, um. The, 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 I I kept it because it's, it's a gift and everything. But yeah, like good. my for me is like I don't really play games in handheld mode ever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the the screen size I can't really like the the kind of games that I love to play. I'm a big multiplayer guy. I yeah, play that's, that's not good for that. That's not good. Yeah, for, that, for sure. Fortnite, Halo Infinite, Call of Duty, mm -hmm. like. The, mm -hmm. the division like these games aren't conducive for that. Sure. Actually, actually, I did try the division. Two. That's mm -hmm. that's the last when they when when Ubisoft announced that the division was now Steam Deck compatible. I okay. tried it on on my Steam Deck and it was uh, Ser playable. Serviceable. For serviceable. It was it was yeah. playable. It was like like you could play it. Yeah. Would you enjoy it? Not really. Well, like, but you're, like you're also comparing it to what what kind of card do you have on your PC? I have a 3080 Ti found. There you go. You know he's he's, but, got, he's got but, the big but, but dog. It's, you know? just, it's just the late. Like even if I was playing on the Xbox, mm -hmm. he threw that Founders just, Edition in there too. You heard that, right? You know he had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had the people. Let people know exactly which one it was. No, exactly. It's just it, it's the it was a little bit of latency in yeah. like say like the cover the cover movement in the mm -hmm. division and and shooting yeah. and it just, just didn't feel good. And so for me, it's like if I'm if I'm when I do play it. And I do kind of play my Switch a little bit too, just to compare like uh, the emulated games mm -hmm. um, um, between them. Like I'm playing Fire Emblem Engage right now. I played go. it on both. On actually, I've play, I, I did start it up on the Steam Deck too. Mm -hmm. Steam Deck definitely plays it better, right? But like for me, it's at this point. I even when I play my Steam Deck, it's in handheld mode, like the yeah. uh, the the not the official one that Valve came out with, but the other one that's really good, where the, the yes, I have that one, and mm. which has like a, a 
a Ethernet connector to it and yep, has yep, yep, everything yep. else all, all there. Mm-hmm. I, I have it connected to my OLED and and uh in, yeah. in, in my basement and you. that's where it stays because mm-hmm. when I do crank it up I'm not playing it in handheld mm-hmm. uh because I hate handheld controls too sure, I don't sure. like like I, it's I need a controller in my hand mm. um so it's just it, it, it is what it is and it's, it's the, here's the thing is that I'm not disappointed with my purchase at all because well, this well, you is... know what you know what let's let's get into that proper right so we, we would talk okay. a little bit about the games we've been playing Let's talk properly about the deck a year after it's been out, right? And, and, and everybody jumped into it from day one. Well, some, some of us more than others, right? And let's get your opinion first and foremost, right? Remember how it was. And for those who don't remember, we have it in the feed. Go check it out. He was here. We spoke about it. A year later, what's your use case? Is it one of those things where you go, well, I, w- I wish I hadn't bought it. You know, now, now I'm ha- I have a little bit of regret. Or is this one of those, I'll use it when I need to? Where where, where does it all fall for you? Go for it. Uh, for me, I I don't regret buying it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew what kind of gamer I was going into it. And I mm-hmm. knew that I was going to be an early adopter. Okay. Stuff wouldn't work correctly. Um, I knew that I knew that I probably wouldn't use it too much because I'm more of a... Uh, stationary gamer and yep. even when i'm out and about i'm way too busy to be uh gaming <laughs> that often mm-hmm. so i knew what to expect from it and i'm fine with that like i find that i spent the money i spent on it and at the time i do play it and do uh um play things on it i'm more of experimenting trying things out seeing how it works seeing how it runs and then I end up playing it on my PC, <laughs> the same game on my PC, <laughs> because I know it's going to perform the way I want it to perform, regardless. So, so to, yeah. to your point, I, I, I replayed, uh, so I never finished Returnal when it came on PS5. You know how Returnal started, right? Like, Buggy mm-hmm. had a bunch of different things. Uh, I think I've spoken on the, on the show before where I feel like Returnal got a second pass and how Smart actually cleaned it up and got the onboarding right. It plays a little different in the beginning now. So when it came out on PC, I found a deal and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to buy it on PC. But I insisted on playing it on Steam Deck first because I know that when I go to the, the 3080, I ain't going backwards. Right, <laughs> right, right. But mm-hmm. it played remarkably well on the deck. Like in the beginning, it was unsupported, but that's my favorite part, right? It says it's unsupported. I'm like, all right, we'll see about that. An hour and a half later, it's playing like butter on the deck, even though they say it's unsupported because there's so many other ways to get around and, and, and get that to work if you if you tinker with it a little bit, which I like to do. But no, to your exact point there, Slow Mo, I do have that thing where unless it's a game that's beyond graphical fidelity, you know, because there are some games I'm talking like, you know, your vampire survivors, things like that, where you're not there for the graphical fidelity. You're there just to keep playing that game and it's mobile as well as, as, as uh, on your, your stationary device. Otherwise, I'll try the deck first because if I do it from the, the main PC to the deck, I go, ah, degraded experience. I might not play it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I can't do this. My you, know, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, okay. Um, makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So, all right. Let, let me let me go to you, Fuzzy Belvedere. You know, <laughs> you two have, have had the deck for a while now. You know, you two yeah. have, have come to it from various, you know, uh, for a use case in your life. How has how has your use case been of the uh, of the year and change that you've had it was is, is it a well, good purchase it, for you for me, a bad purchase yeah 
no i i'm 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 happy with my purchase because mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me and this is going to sound like a weird case purchase at this point okay. but i i was doing a lot of the the like x cloud on my phone mm. and my eyes my, my age I'm, my eyes are you know getting worse by the minute kind of we thing. ain't what we used to so be looking at, you, brother <laughs> so looking at that small Green. I, I wanted something that was portable, that was reasonably priced. And, and yeah, there are other options. Like mm-hmm. I could have used a tablet and stuff, but I figured, you know, something that's associated with Steam where I can have like a library of games I'm going to have on my PC anyway, accessible there as mm-hmm. well. I, th- I thought it was like the best of both worlds. So from an xCloud standpoint, definitely happy compared to the phone that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as like the types of games that I mainly play on that as opposed to my PC, like there's some overlap. Like when I'm out and about, I'll still try BMG Drive or BMG Drive on the Steam Deck, which, mm-hmm. you know, some settings turn down a little bit. It runs great. And I can, you know, have that, that not really racing experience, but that, you know, soft body physics and crashing into stuff mm-hmm. while I'm at the, uh, the dealership while the vehicle oil change is getting done or whatever. Nope. I, I can have that and or I could do the X Cloud stuff or I can play like smaller games. Like I think it's what, what is this? Uh, like Stray or like uh Hong Kong uh fight. Uh it's almost like the, the Midnight Express thing, but mm-hmm. without the trains and stuff like that. But uh there's a lot of smaller games that I play. Um like Hades is another good one for at least for me for the Steam Deck. Like yeah, yeah. yeah it looks great playing it on the console on the big screen or even on my PC on a on a monitor screen. But for the most part, I those are the types of games I prefer to play in like a handheld more so than on, you know, a bigger screen. Like I can go ahead and take it downstairs while you know, wife is watching something on Netflix and I, I'm not really into whatever it, that particular show might be. Mm-hmm. Then I can go ahead and hop on the Steam Deck and, and play the stuff and, and still be beside her without having it blasting or, or distracting her from watching whatever show or movie she's into and stuff. So mm-hmm. it, it, it definitely expands what I was looking for or, or fits what I was looking for as far as gaming. But yeah, there there are certain titles that will overlap, but I got to figure out how to keep the profile separate for like Undisputed. It's one of them. Um, BMG Drive uh, seems to do just fine with the separate uh, profiles, profiles and yeah. stuff like that. I don't. I think I played like Remote Play with doing Grand Theft Auto Five, which works well, but it looks so much better on the PC. Mm. But it was just one of those things I kind of wanted to try out and. I keep on postponing it because I, I haven't fully hooked up a, a keyboard to the hub mm-hmm. uh, doing like the remote play stuff, which I, I really want to try doing remote play as far as my PlayStation uh, library as well as my Xbox library. But that, that, that can come at a later time. Like I'm hoping at some point both of these companies, you know, start to work with Steam to have like an app that's, you know, already ready made where I don't have to go back in. Key, uh, key in they some coding on something like that, right? stuff like that. Like, we did hear I, I them say something like that a while play. ago. Absolutely. You know, when they released that first browser plugin thing that they were doing, they were like, mm-hmm. like, take this while we work on an actual app. That was the initial yeah. kind of foray into it. But it seems that we haven't really heard too much about that from the Xbox side. But okay, I, I hear you. Believe it or not, one of my favorite games to play on the deck these days, Burnout like uh, burnout the burnout series i love playing that on the deck because it's just so much fun like takedown is Mm -hmm. great on the deck and and and, uh i get to choose between you know am i playing the ps3 
2 version? Am I playing the Xbox version? And they all have their different mm-hmm. nuances and stuff. I, I really enjoy playing those old school games that I recall from back in the day. The thing that you just want a, a quick fix of sometimes plays seems to yeah. play really well on the little handheld just because battery life and all those things are concerned. But no, I, I hear you on that, brother. I hear you. Let me get your, your thoughts there, Mr. John Wolf. I know that, that you started on this journey a little bit backwards, right? You you bought it, you sold mm-hmm. it, you bought it again. You ended up buying a razor uh, a razor blade also. You got all handheld in. How are you feeling right. a year later with, with your Steam Deck? Um, I'm, I'm loving it, man. And, and the thing is, is that the type of gamer that I am, I think that it fits. I, I, I found myself to, I, I like to change it up a bit mm. every now and then, right? I, it's like, since I'm, I'm kind of like slow-mo where I work from home. So my work desk is where I have my PC set up. I also have a Series S here and a PS3 and an Xbox 360 at this station. So after a long day, days of work, you know, I, I kind of don't want to sit here always again. Mm-hmm. So the the nice thing about the Steam Deck is that I can pick it up, go to the sofa, go to the other room, whatever, just disconnect with it, uh, play during lunchtime. And that's kind of like my use case scenario for it that I've seen lately that I've been using it for. Um, the, the thing is, is that this product, I think I am a perfect candidate for what Valve intended, and that's that they got me into their ecosystem. Um, before the Steam Deck, I was you could not I was not interested at all in PC gaming, not one bit. I was always been a console gamer, never wanted to try out PC. Sounded, uh, you know, I, I isn't I that into why that... you sold the first deck because it didn't have achievements yep. that you recognize? <laughs> yep, achievements. The friends list was at zero. Mm-hmm. My game library was 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 pitiful. I was like, dude, this is like starting all over again, man. I, mm-hmm. I'm not digging this at all. I wasn't feeling it right. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I'm glad that I listened to you when when we had a conversation one day that that it's like, man, you know, when you start tweaking and you start looking at all these things is so satisfying and i listened to you and i'm glad i did because uh it just so happens that i i purchased a, a pc for the content creation stuff mm-hmm. uh pretty pretty beefy card on it 3070 i started i started liking the tweaking of the games i started being i started liking uh having control of the resolution that i was going to play uh at if i wanted more frames I, I can I can cut corners here and there, so I started understanding. This is going to turn into a PCMR conversation, isn't it? I, I, I can mean, just tell. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm still I still primarily. Uh-huh. You'll find me. Let them cook, man. Let them yeah. cook. <laughs> you, you, you'll let you'll find me probably. You know, ha- more than half of my time still on either on my Series X or my S. Uh-huh. But I have really been enjoying the the gaming on the PC. So mm. this generation, okay, this generation with this device. I, I, I have to I have to give it to to Valve. What they've done here is create the ultimate one-two combo for any gamer. If you have a PC and a Steam Deck, that's all you need. To be honest with you, all right. And and that's coming from someone that is fortunate enough. God, God, thank God that I own all the consoles. You know, I, I have handhelds. Uh, I have the Razer Edge that came out recently. So I'm mm-hmm. very blessed in that way. So I'm very fortunate that I'm able to say, hey, you know what? I don't want to game on my PC today. Let me go to my Series S. Let me go to the Series X, PS5, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm able to do that. But the going circling back to this device, uh, I, I am... I, I, I'm into the Steam ecosystem now. I, I've had I had a Steam account for years, brother, for like 13, 14, 15 years, but I 
had like two games on there. You know, mm. I, I had Half-Life, which I used to run on, a, on an old PC. I tried it a couple of times because my cousin convinced me, hey, come and play with us multiplayer. And I'm like, okay, uh, jump on Xbox. They're like, no, we're not going to play on Xbox. We're going to play on PC. I'm like, oh, okay, let me figure out how I can play with you guys, whatever. That's And that, and we're talking about 10 years ago or more. So I'm up to now, a year later, I'm up to over 150 games in my library, okay? And um, going back to and i love comparing games bro that's something i i really enjoy because i like tech so i i like seeing how a game plays on the razor edge streaming from mm -hmm. the pc through through moonlight then i like to see how it looks on on the steam deck and play it there and i'll play it there for for a couple of evenings so i like the change of pace mm -hmm. i feel like if it's refreshing um, plus, it's also uh, dependent on the use case, right? There's sometimes that uh, I will have to use a portable device for various reasons, so I prefer that. But the the, the device got me into Steam's ecosystem. So, Gabe, you, you won me over. You got, <laughs> you got, you got, got my one. money going forward. He got one. <laughs> you got one. You so, got okay. one. You know? So let, let me tell y'all real quick, and, and I really appreciate like all the, the various use cases you bring to it and why you either it is part of your life or it becomes less part of your life. I, like most of you, work from home, right? Uh, uh, that's going to change soon. I'm going to be getting into office uh, twice a week, which I'm, I'm fine with that, you know, break, breaks up the day. But, like, the thing that I love the most, like you, uh, John Wolf, uh, this is my command center. I think y'all saw a picture of it. On, 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 I put a picture on Twitter. I've been trying to clean this thing up. You know, uh, this is where I work, and this is where I have my PC. So when I'm done working, I kind of don't want to be in here all day. Right. Uh, uh, yep. um, except for the days that I'm on I'm podcasting as well or whatever. But, you know, I still yep. want to be able to get my gaming on, but I have little ones. Right. And and I don't know what, what, how various ages uh, your children are, but I'm at the point where as soon as I'm done or they think I'm done, they're rushing in, in to see dad. And dad can't be, you know, like busy playing a game or if I am busy playing a game, it can't be something that they can watch because they are impressionable at this point. I can't be playing stuff where they're ripping people's heads off and, and whatnot and shooting everybody. Right. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So for that use case, for that reason, I tend the Steam Deck tends to be my partner wherever I am. Right. Like, so I'm, I'm hanging out with my kids. They're playing something. They're doodling. They're watching a show or whatever. And I have to be watching. I have to be playing, you know, Doom Eternal from the deck. Right. Either either it'd be native or it's it's via xcloud or via any other kind of uh um any kind of remote connection service i've been able to successfully get the, the xbox one working on here um and of course while i'm doing this i'll also like drop uh, drop a few a few things that people who, who are interested should check out uh an application called Greenlight. it's literally moonlight but for for xbox and it runs on the steam deck a, a, a great uh a linux developer made it free of charge you install it you add your account and now you're literally like connecting into your Xbox as if it was like made natively for it. And it plays great. And also, not only does it play great uh, off of remote play, it gives you the full uh, uh, xCloud library. And the, the interesting thing about that is every time you connect xCloud to xCloud, it checks your device. What are you connecting to xCloud with? And it calibrates it accordingly, right? But right. since Greenlight is not an officially supported thing, it doesn't know what to calibrate, so it gives you the full connection, and you decide how you want it to play. So it ends up making even the online, uh, the the the, the uh, uh, via uh, um, cloud gaming one, runs like butter with zero latency, because they don't calibrate it for you. They don't go, oh, you're on a browser, so we're just gonna give you the 720, 720p stream. They'll give you whatever your system can handle. 
and it's really really it, I find like I'm like you're like you said John Wolf it's like a backlog killer right I, I'm on here mm-hmm. uh, I spent one day between the, the the between the the Steam Deck and my PC I played Returnal and beat it in one day nine hours there you go yep. right and, and and now I didn't hit the end end because I know there's there's more than one ending but I hit that first ending and I was like yep I'm done and and if anybody's played Returnal before you know that once you get to the harder levels like latency is a huge factor in the equation like you're jumping you're dodging you're moving you can't afford it to slow down on you at any moment because then bosses are relentless right and the steam deck was keeping up it was pretty good and it's a newer game with really awesome particle effects and stuff right and on on pc you have the ray tracing and all that it's paired back on 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 the steam deck of course but it hit that 40 frames per second that i want and stayed there right so I've, I've found it's been a pretty interesting use case for me, you know, so I, I appreciate that everyone is bringing, bringing their, their, uh, their use cases and their life experiences to it. I'm actually looking forward to going to the office because of this, because then during lunchtime, maybe I can sit down in the corner and, you know, you know make use exactly. of the deck, you know, it's a beautiful yep. thing. So no, <laughs> I, I think it's, it's really cool. I, uh, I like what it has done to gaming in general, because even if you don't like, if you're not a handheld gamer, you know, your favorite device or your favorite company or your favorite platform is now looking to potentially fulfill a need that they didn't think they needed to fulfill before. It kind of opened the door to, hey, this handheld stuff can actually be a serious gaming device and it's not like how it used to be where it, you know, switched. (laughs) I'm sorry. Forgive the slam. I have a question for you. Uh, Do you think that they'll ever find a way to, not necessarily sideload, but within SteamOS, Mm have things like the windows store properly like microsoft's xbox app properly integrated so, yeah epic game store gog so like- here's the thing and that's another reason why i like the deck as much as i do and, and and i'll answer your question properly but the reason why i like the deck so much is as of right now and, and yes it's a tinkerer's device it's a tinkering kind of situation i have mm-hmm. an sd card a one terabyte SD card I bought on Black Friday. Uh, it's it's one of the higher level SD cards. Uh, I think it's V30 or whatever. And I have mm-hmm. installed Windows 11 on the SD card. Now, anybody that's ever reinstalled Windows on their laptop knows how to do this. You plug it into yeah. your, your PC, you, you create a USB stick, right? And you shove mm-hmm. it in there. The difference is, this is like, uh, unlike installing the binaries onto your SD card and then using it to install it somewhere else, there is a there's a specific utility you you can download called Rufus. It's open source, and instead you just check a box that says Windows to go, and it actually treats the SD card as the destination and not the source. So it installs all of Windows on the SD card. So now I pop the SD card in, I hit the the, the volume up and uh, I think volume down and start boots into the SD card and I'm in Windows, baby, full fledged Windows. I have a GR, no all compromises. Of the, no compromises. Mm. I have all of the the various stores there, and even because I don't like Steam Deck as a, a UI when it's outside in Windows, in Steam Deck OS it's perfect. It's great. But when you're outside and you're using other other tools, like you want to use I don't know itch.io or you want to use like Epic Game Store or any of these other places, it makes it a little cumbersome to bring everything into Steam. So instead, mm-hmm. there's a new front end that I've downloaded called uh, a, a Play Night. And I actually, I think I did a short on it. Like I tried a YouTube short. I did it on that. 
and it shows you a front end that scans your hard drive every time you turn it on and finds all the games and all the various app stores that you have downloaded, puts it in a really cool front end that you can manipulate and do whatever you want, make it big logos, icons, whatever the heck you, you feel like doing. And anytime you hit play, it opens up the, the, the app store in the background, the, whichever platform it is, it's running on, puts the game on the stream, on the screen, you know, it even has all of the, the Steam functionality you want, meaning the, the, the cool uh, uh, um, information readout, just like SteamOS does. You can, you can calibrate your, 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 your fan now. You can, you can lock the screen. All the stuff that SteamOS can do natively, you can now do on Windows side, except you don't, you're not locked to SteamOS anymore. You're not locked to the Steam store anymore. So like for me, who, ha who Twitch, Twitch gaming has been giving away free games for years. Now I have all that Twitch gaming stuff at my disposal on the Steam Deck, including Epic yeah. Game Store and all these other things. But to your point, Slomo, that is a tinkerer's device and you have to go in there, you have to load that operating system, you have to plug in that keyboard and you know install, install, and tweak and install. And I enjoy that stuff. They have not done that to make it turnkey for the average user who just wants to have that console-like experience, but with Windows, right? Right, right. There are talks that these things are they're in the works and may very well come down the pipe, right? Uh, uh, if you're willing to spend a little bit more dough than you're, you are on the deck, you can get the, the, the uh, what do you call it, the, the Aya Neo devices. They come built in with Windows for, from Jump, and they also have a very cool Windows-like UI, so you can install all those things. But you're, you're talking about at least a grand you're spending versus the 500 you spend on the deck, right? So... So those are actually full-fledged PCs with killer graphics cards that are in them in comparison to the deck. So I hear you on that, but I will say if you if you really want that no compromise experience and you're willing to spend like you want to, you want to be a weekend warrior, you're willing to spend a Saturday afternoon, you can get it running Windows running on your deck. And yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, I I've always known I could. I just kind of like when I look at like mass adoption, and if if they want this mm -hmm. to become a thing that's yeah, going to that's definitely not explode, for that. yeah, absolutely, they absolutely. need to get that done. It's almost yep. it's oh it, it's I know uh, I, I I've been messy on the timeline already because I because like there was a whole tweet about like what's your most controversial gaming opinion, uh -huh. and I said uh, uh, Bethesda RPGs have always been overrated. Ooh. Which has gotten, a, a, gotten the ire of some people. But if you think about like Bethesda, right? Uh-huh. Even though their games have been kind of mass adopted, but Bethesda mm -hmm. kind of has relied in some ways on the modders fixing oh, yeah. certain things. hundred percent. When yes. they release their games. Yep. And yep. it's like I can almost kind of see it with Valve, where it's like Valve's like, hey, we released this product, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, if you want <laughs> if you want the things that you expect from other hardware manufacturers, mm -hmm. uh, FRS, like quality of life improvements uh, and, and, and adapting things and making the OS better over time. Well, you know what? There's a whole bunch of people that's doing all that stuff that well, we should be doing right now. So I, I will push back <laughs> on you just a little bit on that. Because while people are doing some interesting things, and we'll, we'll definitely talk about that, I will say I am impressed at what the uh, what Valve is doing with the deck because the oh, deck I'm that we got day one, updates. they're doing the tons of updates. Now yeah. is like and features they've added is like astronomical. Like I didn't even know you could lock it to forty frames per second on the screen. That wasn't available in the beginning. It just kind of mm -hmm. they just kind of dropped that later down the line, and people were like, "Well, why do we need this?" And now that is the way. That is that's that's go. You don't even go sixty frames. You go forty. 
because 40 gives you the 60 feel without the overhead and the resources and all of that. So your battery lasts longer. Like they've been doing lots of very interesting things there. But yeah, to your point, you know, if you are a person that wants to be turnkey, you want to be, you know, uh, I call it the, the Honda Civic driver. You just want to come sit down and do your thing, you know. <laughs> you know? And that was and that was one of my com my yeah. key complaints last time that we had a conversation uh -huh, that uh -huh. coming from the console side, I, I that's why I didn't like it when I first got it. Yeah, okay, too much tinkering. I, I, it it that's that was my view on it. I mm -hmm. just I, the the what I was programmed. What I've been programmed, okay, 40, going on 40 years old now, mm -hmm. what I've been programmed throughout throughout my gaming life is turn on the system, play the game. Yep. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What are you at? Why are you asking me what resolution I want here? I don't know. <laughs> well, whatever resolution. I don't care. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? I just want to play the so, game. That's it. <laughs> I just want to play the game. So yeah. that's the thing. It's, it's if you're open to learning and you're mm -hmm. open to that tweaking, it, then that's when it, that's when it's going to become more enjoyable and then mm -hmm. you start kind of understanding oh wait a minute this is asking me to log on to this to this launcher because on pc rockstar has a launcher yeah. now this is starting to make sense to me ubisoft has a launcher mm -hmm. okay now all this stuff starts terrible, coming together yeah, yeah i mean, launcher, I mean <laughs> yeah no absolutely i think garbage, that's launchers is, oh i think the worst launcher is ea EA had oh, the yeah. worst launch. They, they had a terrible launcher and then they replaced it with another terrible launcher. I'm like, get out yeah, of here. Yeah, it's bro. even worse than yeah. Origin. I'm like, can I have Origin back, please? I want Origin yeah. back, please. Yes, please. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm sorry for complaining. Please. Oh, when the puzzle Don't torture comes... me with another bad launcher. <laughs> Go ahead, my bad. But, but, no, you're good, man. But when the puzzle finally comes together, mm -hmm. that's when this thing opens up and that's when you really appreciate that what I'm talking about. Like, like again, I, I, I can advocate this, this device anyone with a pc this is the ultimate one-two combo to mm. to accompany your steam library i mean yeah. it's a no-brainer at this point now for them to get to that next level right where you're gonna have not your techie people not not your you know a curious gamer but your everyday gamer where where they need to do is exactly what slow-mo is saying they need to really figure out a way where everything works with launchers and stuff like that uh seamless so mm -hmm. that it's working in the background but it's not like like the the person doesn't have to figure out the workaround so yeah. to that point uh, uh and, and i actually wanted to bring that up as well and, and fuzzy will get you in on this conversation as well uh, mm -hmm. I, I was looking around to say hey you know it's been a year a year and change now tends to be the time when folks start talking about the the next iteration and we uh, uh, as recently as what a couple weeks ago uh the 13th today even like uh, the one of the designers of the Steam Deck came out and basically said that a, a true and, and there's a quote a true next gen uh, deck with a significant bump in horsepower wouldn't be for a few years, and I mm. really appreciate that. I really yeah, that's do. Good. That's good. I do yep. right because I don't want this to be like a phone where every every year a new version comes out and makes you feel like you need to go upgrade right. And yeah. say what you will about Nvidia, their Shield product has been the gold standard in that still every couple of weeks or every couple of months you get a new update that provides you features and functionality and fixes for that d device that was released two years before the, the the switch was and it uses the same hardware right and we're already talking about the switch getting long in the tooth and they're still supporting it with updates and treating it as if it's a, pri a primary product today and it looks like valve is heading that direction they're adding more hardware to it adding more features to it I really appreciate that they're not ready to throw it away. Uh, 
I did hear that, you know, they're talking about maybe adding more batteries or that maybe an iterative version or they may, they may switch to an OLED or something like that. Those things may be in the works, but the core of it, the hardware, the, the CPU, the, the, the RAM, the GPU stays the same that for makes a few sense. more years. Yeah. That makes sense because if the Switch, look, if the Switch OLED uh, proved anything, at least to me, from, mm -hmm. a, from my user case perspective, is that it did boost those graphics just a little bit and it's oh, yeah, just yeah. colors mm -hmm. that's all it's doing all mm -hmm. it's doing is is just the deep really glass. a better screen yeah <laughs> better exactly. screen does a lot yeah it, it, exactly but the same thing with the razor edge that i have mm -hmm. when it when when i'm streaming from my pc through moonlight those, those colors man that oled pops and it's yeah. and it's a, a near seamless experience sometimes and i have to say it i prefer playing on the razor edge streaming than i do even from the steam deck it, it, well, you yeah. got to catch me on a certain would, day. I wouldn't be surprised, though, because that moon, that, that uh, Razor Edge is really light in your hand. It doesn't have a fan yep. that's spinning like crazy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the deck is, for a handheld, it's a big boy, right? And, and you're, Plus the battery you're Razor light. Edge. Because battery it's light. Razor, I, I got to give it some slander. <laughs> well, it deserves <laughs> the slander. Fall, fall it deserves no, no, no. The seat deck it, it the hasn't, slow. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Slow. You deserve every one. every right. Let let. Okay. Okay. You own the device. Speak on why they pulled the fast one. Go ahead, real quick. Yeah. So the, in, in typical, you know, you're not you're not wrong. Uh, slow mo. The, in typical razor fashion, they uh, sloppy. Okay. Very sloppy in their mm. launch. They they originally said that the device was going to have eight gigabytes of um. What what was the of RAM? Okay. Of RAM, oh, that's yeah, right. Okay. Eight, gigs eight, eight gigabytes, it, whether it's the Wi-Fi model or the one with the SIM card, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, well, guess what they did? They tried to pull a fast one, and overnight they said, "Oh, our bad. The Wi-Fi only has six gigabytes of RAM." We well, yeah. we what? After we people had already pre-ordered it, people are getting it Simple in their razor. hands. So oh, what my. they did was they quietly changed it on the website, but didn't announce it. They quietly right. change it that on the website. So, 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 yep. uh, so content creators get it in their hands. They're loving it. They're playing it. But hey, this guy has six gigs of RAM. Let's check the website. Were we wrong? And then you check the website. Oh, it says six gigs. Did we mistake in that? Yes. Yeah, somebody had to go in the Wayback Machine to see that they switched it from the old to the new. <laughs> they tried to be. They, gave, man, they, they had to pull a fast one. Let me and, see, and like, let me, every let Razor me product I've had has been absolute disappointment. Oh, every Lord. single one. Well, yeah. and, I'll ahead, and I'll tell you what they and I'll tell you what they did to try to make up for it. They mm -hmm. gave everyone, I guess, I pre-ordered it a twenty-five dollar gift card to their store. Okay. So I, 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 I <laughs> give us more money. Up, yeah, yeah. I mean, I ended up buying a mouse for work, whatever. I need a new one, anyways. But mm -hmm. still, you know what I'm saying? It was still kind of like shady. And for yeah. for for the use case that I was going to use, I knew that it, it wasn't going to be such a such a it wasn't going to be a big hit, right? Mm -hmm. And so I still I still took it. Okay, that's fine. I still purchased it, and I don't yeah. regret it. I'm yeah, very yeah, happy yeah. with the purchase. And and again, for my use case, mm -hmm. which is primarily just streaming, either playing Diablo Immortal or streaming uh, from my PC, it's mm -hmm. been it's been very very excellent. And and if there is a welcome update that I would like on the Steam Deck, it's 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 that screen, man. That screen it, it lacks in comparison oh, yeah. to the Razer Edge. And remember, I also had the Logitech G Cloud. Yeah, it yeah. fails in comparison to, to those two devices. Okay, okay. So, see, I will tell you, while I agree with you, I will tell you that, uh, like, and you guys have heard me talk about it before, uh, what I do to offset that, what I do to not necessarily have to deal with that, is the Nreal Air, the, 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 the augmented reality glasses. They are oh, yeah. inky black OLED, like really, 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 really like OLED-like. 
but they're huge on your screen, right? So you put the glasses on and there you go, right? So that to me has kind of made me feel like I can wait until they, they give me a real horse uh, horsepower bump because mm-hmm. all I got to do is just plug this thing in and it actually produces a bigger screen at less power because it's not driving the actual screen of the deck. So it turns the screen of the deck off, less power, but it still gives you really big, like a screen that's OLED-like. I'm flying to South Korea in May. I'm gonna, ah. I'm gonna have to look these up for that. Brother, long you need, to, you need to do that. Like I put that on. I put like noise canceling headphones on. Flights disappear. I don't know where I am. All I know is I'm in whatever game I'm playing, and I can do it for hours on end. You know, I, like that's a reason why I love the 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 use case of this device so much because it has faults. But there's always a solution to the fault, and they let you implement that solution. It's not like a switch where you have to go jailbreak it or something, right? You can just go mm-hmm. ahead and use it as you want. Like uh, a quick example of that is my Enreal Air. The good thing about it is you, it, it has no uh, batteries, right? So you plug it into the source of the device you're using it, whether it be your phone or the Steam Deck, right? But of course, the Steam Deck has limited battery itself, and you can't charge it while you're using it. But of course, it being a PC, you figure it out yourself. And I found a specific kind of switcher that will let you both plug in a power source and still use the... the, the oh, the we got to talk for that time. flight. Right? We got to talk so, for that long so flight. So like I got hours in, and man. hours of gameplay, just like with this thing on and like a flight attendant will show up and go, what is that on you? Because you look like you're... you're, you're you look like a cyborg. You got like little, little screens on your face. <laughs> but it's great. It's absolutely great. Let me, yeah, let me bring talk. you in. Let me bring you in on this conversation, Fuzzy. You know, like, I, I've heard your use case. Mm-hmm. Are you the type of person that wants, like, an iterative upgrade? Will you buy another one if they if they bring you the Steam Deck OLED? Or are you waiting for that big bump in, in, in horsepower and performance? I, th- I think I would wait until there's more of a bump in horsepower. Okay. O- only because while the OLED would be a, a, a great upgrade as far as from a visual standpoint, mm-hmm. this is more about convenience than the visuals. Like, for me, visuals are more what I shoot for when I'm in front of my big screen TV or the, the monitor for the, the computer itself. Mm-hmm. The screen on here is, is serviceable enough no. where I, I don't necessarily, well, then again, I haven't seen an OLED screen. I don't have an OLED switch or anything like that. And I don't have the, the Logitech item either. So as far as the OLED upgrade would probably <laughs> change my mind, but I'm, I'm, I'm willing to hold off. I want it all, all the time. <laughs> no, but I, I'd be willing to hold off until they do a power up, uh, yeah. or power or upgrade or boost or something along those lines. Just, just for the fact that at that point, maybe we can get you know some of the newer games running at you know sixty and and not chew up the battery as mm-hmm, much. But mm-hmm. that'd be more of a trade off depending on how things go with their their next iteration type of deal. But screen. I, this one's good enough for me for now. So l- let me ask Fuzzy, and, and and that that'll take us into the next the next conversation that I kind of wanted to have. What do you expect? What do you want? If you had a checklist, if anybody went to you and said, "Okay, you know, obviously a bump in performance, and that'll come when mm-hmm. AMD's ready to bump their performance, right? That'll come with that." But if you had yeah. a checklist of the things you wanted, like I've used it for a while now, you know, I, I know it's I know how good or, or its shortcomings. If you had a checklist of the things that have to be on it, your top three things, what do you want on your, your next Steam Deck? 
Now, I, I haven't opened this thing up myself, but okay. I, I I know that it is possible to change out the uh, SSD. Yep. Something Pretty that easy, might be a, just a smidge more serviceable or easier mm -hmm. uh, without, you know, fear of cracking the screen or sure. having to undo like a million screws sure. and stuff to get to I think it. It's, I think it's like nine screws in total. I think so. Yeah. I think it's about nine screws, but so it is a little hairy. You, you get a little bit, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. So, so something along those lines, it's a little bit smoother in that regard. Mm -hmm. The power upgrade, obviously. Um, and, and this is going to be a far-fetched one because why would a, a, console maker or wall garden system mm. or ecosystem want to you know play nice mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> i i really would like to see um uh, it's not so much a steam or valve themselves but see xbox or playstation be like you know what since we're in at least to what we know now mm -hmm. um since there's not a portable or handheld from either one of them in the the near future have it where it you can something? do the remote play. Have it where it's like an already accessible ah, okay. app yeah, yeah. from launch. Yeah. Um, See, I know that might you, be a you bit know of what, a stretch. I, I just wish that, that they put green light in that store. Just put green light in that store. Because it like if you try it, mm -hmm. it's almost like Microsoft blessed it. It's perfect. You just log in with your username, your password, and boom, yeah. you can connect to your local machine, remote play, and you have access to all the cloud games. And it's yeah. so professionally clean and cut. You can even see the the people that are playing games on the side. You know, like I see mm -hmm. Fuzzy Belvedere playing his games. All this, all all on the deck in the green light interface. It's quite cool. I'm surprised that it hasn't received enough shine that people see that it's an option. But to your mm -hmm. point, that would maybe Microsoft blessing something to that effect to kind of you know satiate those who want something a bit more proper rather than going through the the harrowing thing that is adding that browser <laughs> and all of that. <laughs> You know, I, yeah, I now the, the xCloud browser thing that they they gave like the the step by step mm -hmm. that was pretty that cool, was, but yeah, they they can yeah, go but with, that was like that was like performing a, a science project. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it, uh, even 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 after a year of training, I, uh -huh. I've switched out a motherboard already, uh, mm -hmm. upgraded graphics card, changed CPU. I mean, I've done stuff for for mm -hmm. the first year of owning PC that that to me I thought I would never do right, yeah. but even yeah. even that it's wrong. still to me I'm still like ah. Oh, I don't want to go through all those steps, man. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I just think if they had something that was more of a supported setup, I, I think that would be a huge step. And, and as much as PlayStation seems like they want to advance with, you know, accessing the PC market, I know they have a partnership with Epic, but this would be like the perfect way to like, okay, we now have Spider-Man in the store. We now have God of War in the store. Here, you could play it direct on your Steam Deck. I mean, they, they're already supporting it with Steam Deck, but if you already nope. own it, like, nope. I, I guess from PlayStation standpoint, how many people are going to actually double dip at that point? Mm -hmm. But for the games that they don't put in there, I, I, I just wish that they were more willing, even if it was like, okay, that's part of the, you know, PS Plus premium service monthly fee, and that's hey, like that an add-on feature to. or something. I, I That would be more of a... A way to convince me to stay with that subscription type of deal so, and so something along those lines would be while we cool. talk here I, let me show you real quick on the screen what you're watching this is literally the green light app that i'm talking about that, mm -hmm. that somebody has has built and they're streaming this from their console to the device so it's out there it's just not yeah. well known and and the the install requires you downloading it from a, from some app uh, from some website rather than the official app store right so right. if they were to, were to add be able to add it into let's say the steam store that would be mm -hmm. your ideal scenario but 
Yeah. Hit me, hit me with some more features, things that you think that are are, are essential for the next iteration. So you want a, an easy way of being able to access all the stuff. Uh, I hear you, mm -hmm. and you like possibly a better screen. Is it will that satiate you for a while? That probably would. Like okay. I, I think the big thing now is that as long as it can, you know, keep up with the current gen consoles, mm -hmm. uh, or 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 be able to do a lot of the same things that they can or play the same games to the same, you know, resolution to some extent without the battery being yeah. like an hour or two, yep. you know, try, try to extend the battery life would be the other big thing, but making sure that they without continue making it all having, big and beefy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To make it. So it's also still com uh, compatible with most hubs that are out there mm -hmm. just for those that like, if this is their first PC in general, this would be the good stepping stone for those that are in that market where it's like, okay, I'm typically a console gamer. If I want to, you know, change into PC, but I don't want to break the bank, you know, this would be a nice step where you can get the monitor, you can get the keyboard and mouse and, and yeah. use it on a hub and at least have that as a starting spot uh, getting okay. into it. But yeah. other than that, I think, I think they pretty much uh, hit it out. I won't say hit it out of the park, but they pretty much got all they the things a good that benchmark. I was looking for. Yeah, they I got a good one. I, yeah, go ahead. Go I, ahead got one, yeah. I, got, I got one that is crucial, in my okay. opinion. They, and I know that they've done a great job with Proton, but yeah. they mm -hmm. got to figure out how to get the heavy hitters like Call of Duty to work from yeah. without having a need to go into, you know, launch windows and all that good mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. Destiny 2 as mm -hmm. well. They, they need to figure out how to get the big hitters, Halo Infinite. Um, that anti-cheat yeah. um, is is a hamper yep. on Proton. So so they got to figure well, that one out. You know what? To be fair, that anti-cheat's a hamper on Windows. It's, it's, it's a hamper everywhere. It, it steals resources. <laughs> it's never been a good tool to be used. You know what I mean? Like the the... the 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 de nouveaus of the world and all of them all they do is get in people's way until until eventually people yell at them enough to where they remove it you know they need to get get that out of the way and realize that those who buy their games will buy their games and just keep it moving right i give I, like slowmo mentioned i give ubisoft credit for making the division mm -hmm. what is it the division 2 and 1 is, yeah, yeah. is it both slowmo i, I think both of them are are, are, are back compatible now yeah well okay uh, so compat i should say Okay, so I give them credit for that, right? So I think that, you know, I think that Activision, they they, they need to kind of speed things up here to allow the, the deck users mm -hmm. to be able to access Call of Duty. Okay, okay. So, all right, That'd all right. Cool. And, yeah. and slow-mo, I don't know if you're, if, if you're around. I know you said you, 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 you were in the background uh, for a moment. Do you, are you around good, sir? Oh, oh, no. No, he may not be for a moment. No, that's fine. So... Let us move swiftly along. And by the way, as you see, look on the screen there. You're seeing like cloud gaming on this on this mm -hmm. application, right? You can literally like scroll through and hit start streaming, and it'll just start streaming any game you want, like right there. And you, you know, and it just starts streaming. Yeah, just, I like, definitely need to check It's quite that cool. Out. Like we, I'll we, be doing we, that during I, lunch. I, I hit you up in the in the DMs. It's quite cool. You know, it's just not known, and they're, they're still iterating mm -hmm. on it and stuff, but. It is good. Like it, it recently in 2023 got a, got another su uh, substantial update. So it's very cool. I, I think people people if you're waiting for the day when you can have more of a turnkey experience with your with your Xbox library, this may be a solution for you. I think I think you should really check it out. But you know what? Absolutely. Let's let's talk about the and the, and these are just the last few things we'll, we'll chat about before we get out of here because I didn't want to make this too long. Uh, we are what we are an hour in right now. We we, we keep it nice and concise. Let's talk about 
some of the cool features that have that have come to this device since this thing has launched uh, and i don't know if you guys have tried using uh, um, uh, utilities like crypto utilities i don't know if you've, you've heard of it yes yeah, cryo, uh, cryo, 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 I'm sorry, crypto. Yeah, cryo crypto. utilities. You got your money on it. You got you got you like crypto. I'm like, yes. okay. No, no. <laughs> so, Mr. John Wolf, have you tried cryo utilities? Do you know what it's about? I know what it's about. Yeah. Um, I looked it up when you send me the link mm -hmm, on, mm -hmm. on the DMs. I looked it up and it's been something that I've been meaning to tweak. Uh, okay. Supposedly it, it improves performance um, yes, yes. just across the board. Mm -hmm. So I'm very intrigued about it. But one one tool that I have been using mm -hmm. has been a Decky Loader. Oh, yes. Um, and I think that that's something that every Steam Deck user should be using. Speak on it, sir. Speak on it. 100%. Decky Loader basically gives you access to such things as uh, being able to tweak your screen. You know mm -hmm. how before one of my complaints was that the screen was a little, you know, it's not as good in my mm -hmm. opinion as other devices. Yep. Well, guess what? Decky Loader has tools so that you can mess with the uh, with the brightness of the screen, yeah. with the colors. So, with the so just to be clear, Decky Loader is basically a different app store that you enable on the, on the Steam uh, OS side. And basically all it does is it gives you access to this and it's not, it's a free store, obviously lots of plugins that then enable you to do different things like, uh, uh um, manage your, your screen colors, like mm -hmm. change your fan curve, like, you know, uh, uh, if you're playing an emulated game or something and some of those old emulated games don't play well with multiple CPUs and GPUs, you can turn certain things off. It gives yep. you power user controls to various aspects. Continue, sir. A lot of stuff, like you mentioned, uh, uh, access to retro achievements. Mm -hmm, if you have a mm -hmm. retro achievements account yeah. for those emulated games, um, mm -hmm. you know, small stuff like that. You can also, if you're if you're one of those individuals that like to completely customize mm -hmm. your boot sequence on your Steam Deck, oh. there's there's access to that. You know, yep. it, you know, I, I've seen I've seen a couple of funny ones. I've seen uh, and I've seen some pretty cool stuff yep. on there. So. Decky Loader, it, it it allows you, like for example, to to run Spotify in the background, yes. uh, YouTube, you know, so that you can listen to podcasts while you're playing games. Just mm -hmm. a bunch of different tools that you can just tweak and customize to your liking. So while you're while you're gaming, so that is to definitely your point cool. about about what Decky Loader can do and, and about the, uh, the 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 boot sequences and whatnot. So people who know me and and know myself and Everborn Saga and and the, the the movies we love to watch and we're all about. So my boot screen is, and I don't know if, it, if it'll, show, it'll show on cam, but my boot screen right now that I've been using and I really, really enjoy is, uh, oh, has it started yet? No, it has not. It's the, it's the Matrix uh, boot screen. And it oh, literally turns, turns the, the Steam Deck logo right into, into the Matrix. Right? And, and it, there you, know, you go, you see? You know, stuff so, like that. It's really, really so the cool. Boot, the boot sequences. Mm -hmm. um, you can also, the layout, let's say that you don't like how the Steam... Mm -hmm. OS is laid out. You mm -hmm. can change the colors. You can yeah, change my Steam layout. It looks like like a Switch, you know, with background animations <laughs> and things, all through and, Decky and, Loader. Yes. And with my background, like I I I remember like what what I can draw a comparison to that it kind of excites me mm -hmm. is that I I was a heavy modder when it came into into the original Xbox back in the oh, day. Okay. 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 So yep. me and my cousin were were hands on always tweaking that thing and messing around with it and it, mm -hmm. and it, it, it gives me that flavor you know that you're in control and you get to customize things as you, as you want a man after my own heart sir a man after my own. I, I still have my og tweaked out 
Xbox in, in my in my office uh, back yep, there somewhere. Yep, still got mine too, yes. man. With with the with the cool chips on it and whatnot, but we'll just leave that as we'll leave that there. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> we'll that's for that another there. day, and that's yeah. for uh, after hours podcast. That's, that's our after hours podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So so that's definitely a tool. Decky loader is a must, mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. opinion, for any Steam Deck user. Yep, yep. Now. Now, what I found, though, with, with, with Decky Loader, what I found is actually super useful. That's what helped me get into more of the deeper waters with the deck. So, like, you'll be, any game you're playing, right, there's a game called Deck Settings. Uh, there's a, a, a plug-in in Decky Loader called Deck Settings. And every, anytime you load up any game, whether it's a game that is officially supported or it's a game that they officially say, nope, it is not supported 100%, right? You go into the, into, into the, the, the software and it and uh, there's there's a, a setting called deck settings and you check it and it sees what game you're playing on your screen and says yep. oh these are the recommended settings to get it to work oh if if it's the not the official proton one go download this other proton oh if 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 it's not running at 60 frames lock this lock that do it, like it tells you exactly what to do to get it to run perfectly cuz somebody else got it to run perfectly and then put yep. it on there so the rest of the community can use it very cool like yep. you know it's tweaking sure but it's it's giving you guides on how to get the best too, out of your thing you know it's it's it's, a, it's quick, really cool two quick um plugins that i recommend mm-hmm. are it, go back scroll up a little bit you okay. see right there how it tells you the proton yeah. badge yeah you can put the you can put the proton badge yep. right over which which will basically tell you that even though that steam themselves yep. valve don't has, support have it yet don't support it the mm-hmm. community there is confirming that the game will work yep okay and then the other one it's time to beat um mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. that that's a useful tool because yeah like i, I one of the things that's that everywhere like to now. know is that, that's even on xbox yeah. now the time to beat stuff and, that's really cool yeah and, and it's a useful tool because mm-hmm. sometimes like like watchdogs right when i started playing and i'm like hmm, i wonder how long this game is and then when i saw that you can complete the story in 19 hours i was like wow that's really it's achievable mm-hmm. you know i'm not mm-hmm. I, it's not like a game i'm gonna have to drown 60 hours into yeah no yeah. I, I hear you i hear you um a uh, one since we're talking plugins one that i enjoy is like they call it the steam grid uh, steam grid db updater and you can yes. literally download it from decky loader and any app any game you like some of the old school games never had the 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 uh, posters the and all that art. stuff the cover art the way they, they yeah. are now so it'll always just look kind of legacy and old and crappy on there you can go in there and choose whatever one you want you can add customs it just downloads stuff that other people have made so like I I'm downloaded for all that stuff yeah me man. too me too I totally am like so I I I bought uh, the whole uh, um what do you call it Prince of Persia collection and Prince of Persia was never meant to play on the deck like that. So none of those things have any of the really cool animations and, and the cool setup that for, the new games do. But you can go through here and get all this really custom stuff that looks like excellent. On one there, of the yeah. things one of the things that I really like about it is like mm-hmm. for any collector out there, as you know, as the time has progressed, our physical collections have gone away. Sure. But this is a way to kind of bring in you know kind of that that love and that feel where you're customizing that digital your collection collection yes. yeah. digital collection absolutely so uh mr slow-mo backslap i think you have returned sir yes sir what's up okay so i know that you and i had spoken a little bit a while back because we love playing nintendo games but on the steam deck mm-hmm. let me ask you uh, how how's that going for you these days what, what like are you still doing that more often and and by the way uh, a disclaimer that is very much legal you just have to know how to do it they won't like you but it's <laughs> not against the law so stop it whoever was writing <laughs> that in the comments put your fingers down but continue man 
right, right, right. Um, I, I, I'm doing a little bit mm -hmm. of it. It's more of just testing okay. what games, like uh, how they run on mm -hmm. uh, the Switch versus how they run on the Steam Deck. Like, of course, on the Steam Deck, like you can look at like you can get your framer easily. Like, I mean, this is just the option to turn on that those statistics in any game, even when you're not playing a game. Yep. It's just kind of running in the background as you're navigating through the Steam Deck, uh, which with Switch is a little bit uh, cumbersome. different. <laughs> cumbersome. <laughs> you know, like uh, the, the the method that, yeah. like, like, I'm no digital foundry over here, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. but like, I, I mean, I can tell when the game is chugging. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I can tell when it's not running. You can tell great. when it's so sluggish, I, I kinda, you know. <laughs> I kind of just do comparisons between cool. games, um, but otherwise, like I haven't really okay. uh, uh, did it too much. Okay. Um, but uh, but that's just mostly just because of the the number of games that I'm playing. Sure. sure. And not really being able to to die like. When and I you're get a multiplayer gamer anyway, so the, most of the most of your games are not on Switch. So there you go. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's just like like I the, the Nintendo games that I'm interested in aren't Nintendo's games. True. There are usually like some kind of second party mm -hmm. game, like a Fire Emblem Three Houses, mm -hmm. or, or or like a Octopath Traveler. It's like yeah. those kind of games, the ones that I'm interested in. But then, like in the, in the example of Octopath Traveler, that's on PC. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. why would I get why would I get on the Switch? More and more, as as John Wolf has said, if you if you own a PC and or deck, you got everything you need. As all these other platforms are bringing their stuff to PC day one, so. Even right. if it's not day one, you you know you got so much to play. You'll eventually get to that one, and it'll be on PC when you need it. So I do agree mm -hmm. with you on that, one hundred percent. I will say though, to the point of the the Switch, I actually found myself. I played Metroid Prime Remastered on it, and I didn't know that it ran well on on Steam uh, on uh, on Switch uh, on Switch itself at sixty. Because as soon as I bought it, I just dumped it and put it on Steam Deck and just started playing it there. I played the whole <laughs> thing that way, and it's absolutely perfect. Like it's just perfect. And then people go, you know, it runs 60 on Switch too. I'm like, sure, but I wanted to like, like you can like upscale that thing to like 1440p on yeah, the Yeah, <laughs> but you're looking, you're, you're looking at it side eye, kind of like when Xbox releases a, a release thing. You, uh -huh. you start looking at it yeah. side eye, like, <laughs> like, like, are you sure about that? Like, are you sure that it runs? On Is it only in the cutscenes? Sure, sure, guy. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's sure. coming out in so, September. So, okay. So, yeah. so, so, so with that said, right? Like, yeah. I, I do have, I do have a question for all of you mm -hmm. that that I just thought of right now. Does anybody think that with the release of the Steam Deck that it made Nintendo kind of rethink anything in their plans here? Do you think that they they really looked at the Steam Deck at not as a threat obviously. I mm -hmm. mean, Nintendo's up there. They're not I don't think that they're scared that this device is going to completely take all the market share away. Mm -hmm. But do you think that it made them kind of rethink like, "Hey, you know what? Let's see. Let's gauge the audience. Are they are they hungry for a more powerful handheld like what are we looking at here what do you guys think so i, I don't think go, they go care ahead. about the steam deck at all honestly okay I, I i think that they the steam deck i think that i saw something that said hey it just hit one million sold and i'm mm -hmm. like that's a cool benchmark but like mm -hmm. nintendo did that last night yeah, and, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's like yeah. i i think the the only way the steam deck or any other handheld ever challenge that that's all of them are more powerful than the, than the Switch. Let's just mm -hmm. keep it a buck. But the only way they ever challenge them is not going to be with performance or quality uh, of the actual experience. It's going to be with sales. Yeah. And without anything actually getting close to, like, 
looking like a challenger on sales they don't really care like i i'm fully in the belief that remember when there was the whole switch pro rumors yeah. and then mm-hmm. nintendo yeah. shot it all down said there's no switch pro mm-hmm. this is a switch yeah. oled all we doing is changing the screen <laughs> like people i'm sorry but when bloomberg has the specs to your <laughs> to your supposed switch pro and everyone knows what apu it was supposed to be using mm-hmm. like that was real but like you realize you they realized they were only be cannibalizing their own sales by releasing that yep. so I they mean, just said, is, and i'm sorry go ahead yeah yeah so, so it's just really like they're only going to improve their hardware and improve the experience when it's necessary when they see like right now switch sales even though they're selling great they are on the year over year on the decline yep, to where they to were a little bit yeah so now now they're like okay mm-hmm. now it's time to release the new hardware to get yeah. the sales back yeah. up that makes they're, sense. they're really only competing with themselves fuzzy what are your thoughts that makes sense i'm, I'm thinking that a switch pro is in the future just kind of like what what slow-mo was saying it's it's going to be a more out of necessity though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like like with their their sales starting to slow just slightly i i think it is time where maybe late 2024 we hear rumblings of it like those specs they they didn't just throw in the the trash can <laughs> they're still on the table somewhere it's just a matter of if they're still partnered with nvidia and so forth and mm-hmm. how quick they can get the tooling up and stuff along those you lines. know what I, though? I think we see something within the next two years so but you know probably announced within the next year at that point so that way they're they're not they don't want to wait until it's like okay well we we're down or declining 30 percent on year over year i i I think they'll they'll get things going soon okay see on the point of this of the the specs that were that basically everybody knew here's my tinfoil hot theory i think that was that was leaked by nvidia themselves they have been trying to get Nintendo <laughs> to stop them from making a Tegra One <laughs> for so years. True. Damn you guys! For get off years. this thing already! <laughs> it's like it's like that that company that just refuses to stop making Walkmans, even though we're in in MP3 territory. You know what I'm saying? Like they have been trying read, to the point okay, where they even started you. charging them more money for the same old decrepit Ever, hardware. It's Everborn weird. is rubbing is rubbing off on you big time, <laughs> brother, with the conspiracy. <laughs> no, but I think but I think that you're right. But but let's not all kid kid ourselves. We know what the name's gonna be of the uh, of the next Switch, the new Nintendo Switch. We all know that that's gonna be the name. I have well, the, the Switch new, Two. Or something I have like the that. new Nintendo DS right here. The new one. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, the super switch. The super switch. Yeah, the switch. Yeah, you know, look, any any small increment would be would be useful at this point, right? And I agree with you guys. Like, I think when they saw the Steam Deck, they went cute while they were counting all their money to yeah, to, right. to, to go put so. in I their think... in their Scrooge McDuck bank. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they don't care one bit because at this point they learned that really smart lesson. I think I, I said this on, on another show a couple of days ago. The smartest move they made. Like and and ultimately now it's almost to their detriment a little bit. But for the longest time, the smartest move they made was when there was that back and forth between who has the better hardware. They stepped to the yeah. side. They just yeah. stepped to they the side. They created their own went, lane. Yep, they created that's all their they own did. Lane. Because they know that at the end of the day, you can have as much speed and feeds as you want. But if you don't have Mario and you don't have like all those those key uh, mascots and franchises that people love and you're not able to make a game that requires patches every two minutes like as soon as it releases you're not getting anywhere so they just focused on that and they literally like 
put squeeze blood out of the stone that is the 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 the, the imagine the imagine going point. to one of these game shows or, or these conventions and you see doug bowser playing a steam deck and he's playing a uh, metroid on and you're like hey well where's your switch he goes oh man i need this thing to run uh at 60 man <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like that's like somebody saying hey man I love my Android phone, and then at the bottom on the Twitter thing, it says sent from uh, Twitter iPhone. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you can, you can afford that one. I don't think so. But okay, Man. the very last topic that I think I want to bring up before we close this out, because we want to get out of here at, at a good time, and I'll, I'll go through each each of you guys, and, and we'll talk about it real quick before we sign off. I will start with you, Slow Mo Backslap. Do you think there's a world where other platform holders. I'm talking your, your, your PlayStations of the world. I'm talking your Xboxes of the world. Do you think there's a world right now where they're looking at this device going, okay, it's time we jump back in or it's time we jump in because this thing is, is, is to a point where we see we're leaving money on the table. Do you think that there's any, any chance that we either see like uh, another Vita? Oh, I hope so. Or Microsoft jump in and do something. Do you see that happening or is just like, ah, this is a, a flash in the pan. We do what we do and we're just going to let the switch, the, the, the Steam Deck be, be what it is. I think that they're just going to let the Steam Deck be what it is. I think at the okay. most, what they'll do is they'll try to partner with Valve. They try mm -hmm. to get, make sure that that's some portions of their platform is, is, uh, is it present in some way on mm -hmm. the Steam Deck and, and what the Steam Deck is cultivating. I don't think that um, the research and development that comes into play, the the uh, support, the actually uh, putting it out there and then having to deal with potential defects and and um, hardware mm -hmm. support, software support, firmware. Up, like, I don't think that they really, Sony or Microsoft, really want to go down that road. I think that, I think Sony's definitely done. Uh, even though the Vita was so an much. amazing oh. device. And I still have my Vita. I love that thing. I love yeah. the Vita. I, I think yeah. they I sabotaged their own device with True. some of their uh, their policies that they may instituted, yeah. like like trying to to uh, uh, lock down memory cards. Was, mm. I think that was stupid, and mm. I think yep. that a lot of people turned a lot of people off from even yep. getting one. Yep. True. But like the device was great, and a yep. lot of the it had a lot of potential, and a lot like a lot of good software on it, and yep. it's just like they. In typical Sony fashion, when they give up on something, you know they oh, gave yeah. up on oh, it. Oh yeah, they don't talk about it. They don't really like it, and it's it just it gets goes unsupported. You the don't first see great their first OLED parties screen. with it. The first mm -hmm. great, yep. the first greatest OLED handheld. Display. Oh yeah, absolutely. Man, and it's, I yeah. still remember Uncharted, Golden Abyss on that thing. On it's day still one, still stuck day there. Yeah. It's stuck there. Dude. It's not anywhere Beautiful. else. I played all yep. that game on a flight, like beginning of the flight to the end of the flight. Played the whole game, Golden Abyss, on my on my uh, Vita. Yeah, no, and, and it's, uh, and it's, I I don't think that they'll go back to that ever. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. they're done with handhelds. I think yeah. they, they feel like we found our lane, and this is this, this is where we're going to stay with Xbox. It's it's very similar to I think with their policy with VR, mm. and I I know this is I mean. It's been kind of rumored, but I know for a fact because I know people who worked on the Hololens team yeah, yeah. that their plan with VR was to partner with Meta and mm -hmm. had and become the official console, exclusive console of Oculus. Yep, I, that I was heard that what as well. the plan was supposed yes. to be. And that's been Meta scrapped. backed out. Yep. Meta Meta got cold feet at the eleventh hour, and that mm -hmm. didn't happen. So that's why Phil Spencer was out there 
you know, with the whole promise because they were in negotiations. And it was Isn't that how good. it always goes? Same same yeah. thing with, with the other, the with the with the game that won't die. And you know what I'm talking about. I don't even want to say its name. But exactly. You know, there's reasons <laughs> like, why. But Pete yeah, still, Phil got to get them, get them arrows, man. He's got to get them arrows. Stop promising stuff until you're ready to announce it. The That's moment right. you promise it is because you're drawing up the, the uh, you, you're, you're writing the press statement. That's when you promise. That's when like, you promise. Pro- yep, yep. Yeah. So they, like, I, I think that is the extent that mm. they are willing to go after the the connect nearly really killed xbox yeah, yeah yeah they're not really into doing anything that is some kind of like accessory that's not necessarily really something that's cloud related which they got down pat mm-hmm. or just the hardware of the console and their presence on pc outside of that it's like you know what you want to app because mm. we'll put an app on that thing or we'll make sure it works through through browser for xcloud yeah. otherwise we're good yeah. so I, I think that like both both platforms are are hands off on this yeah fuzzy belvedere what are your thoughts sir do you think we ever see a world where there's some kind of native i mean and and i guess partnerships won't count because we already have the g yeah. cloud which is the partnership and, and i'm sure there may be some other partnerships that may come about but i'm talking native handheld this is our stuff we built it you know for your gaming pleasure, do you do you think we ever see that? I, I would love to. I would love to see it, but I I I just don't think either one of the the console makers at at this point are willing to split off or have that additional skew. Yep. Like Sony would probably, if they haven't really put all their chips over in the VR segment of things, I think if VR wasn't what it is today, I think they would probably consider a portable, but. I, I think they look over at Nintendo and they're like, yeah, we're, we're not doing this again where we try to compete with those guys and they just, you know, beat us day in, day out with, with numbers of units moved and, you know, trying to make sure that the support is there for, you know, our games and things. I, I would love for them to partner up with, with Valve, mm-hmm. but I, I think the ones that are probably closer to partnering would be Xbox in the sense that kind of like the, the B&O uh, headphones. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised at this point that there isn't a, you know, made for xbox or or steam deck know, officially uh, approved with xbox yeah, version yeah. of the steam deck yep. or something available where they already have that game pass app they already have the xbox app you know built in or already as a, a uh an icon or or an app already on the steam deck when it ships out to you mm-hmm. i i would have thought that that would have been probably one of the easiest partnerships i mean i know steam or valve had said that they're hardware platform or their their layout is kind of like not really open source but they're yeah, willing to share or design. license yeah, that it's a reference so i design. could i could see that being a thing as mm-hmm. far as that type of partnership as well but I, sony just at, at this point in time seems like they're stubbornly moving slow to the pc space mm-hmm. and and anything pc related it, it seems like they're they're not quite fully convinced or, or something to that effect but mm. i I would love to see a partnership, at, le- at least a partnership with a native app or native device. I, I think it's a hard sell for their engineers. Like, I, I would love to see them try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, battery life might be the, the big question mark as far as that's concerned. But, yep. you know, like a, a portable PS5 or a Series S or something like that would, would be interesting, but also probably extremely expensive and 
not last as long as a controller <laughs> lasts on a charge. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think it might be a tough sell to come directly from them. Though. I mean, I think the number one thing we can all agree on is that the Steam Deck has terrible battery life, and they actually try to, to, to curve the battery. So it, that's a problem that's not easily solved. How about yeah. you, John Wolf? How about you take us home? What do you think? Do we see one of these things even in the, the distant future, or are we just are we hoping for, for, for a day that will never come? Yeah, I think that uh, Slow-Mo and, and Fuzzy both articulated very well, very good answers um, as to why um, these companies would and wouldn't. But I, I think from if comparing Microsoft and Sony, I think that Sony has a desire to create a handheld because hardware is in their DNA. They, mm. they, they are they're a hardware company first and everything else comes second you know even though that their software is renowned you know uh in 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 the gaming world but they're they're still primarily a hardware company so i think that they probably have a desire to do it and 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 an appetite for it but the vita and the psp the the I, I think that those consoles were successful to a certain extent in certain markets in certain mm-hmm, regions, mm-hmm. but but like Slow Mo said, they gave up on it. That's why you know that's why it couldn't it couldn't achieve that upper echelon. You know, so John, it, to, you to, know, to you surprised goal. me. You surprised me because he is Mr. Sega, Mr. Stan, Mr. Double Down. I expected him to go. Yup, Xbox is gonna build one for the purpose of Japan. <laughs> Here's, because here's Japanese the thing. people don't want big honking devices. They want handhelds. Here's the thing. And Phil Spencer, you can tell even with his interaction with the Steam Deck that he, mm-hmm. he it's he's someone that's enjoying the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. And he can see the value in it. The thing is, is that I think that, that Microsoft, the way that they're... You got to look at the way that these companies are designed, right? Microsoft is so heavily invested in this Azure cloud and in cloud gaming that Mm. that's what they want to push. Where Sony would be more open to releasing a device to bring people into their ecosystem. Mm. It's two different business models going at it here. Um, But so it, it just makes sense where we're at today that the technology is pushing for cloud gaming mm-hmm. that's where we're going so even though i think that sony would have an appetite for it i i don't see either company really making a handheld device i wait i hope i'm wrong mm-hmm. I, I hope that we have a discussion in a year and hey did you see both companies are releasing a handheld <laughs> um and i and i hope i, I i'm 100 wrong but i just think that cloud gaming is where both of these companies see that they need to go and sony regard uh does it sony does not want to admit it to themselves but they they have to they're like it cloud gaming we need to go in that way or else we're going to be left behind so i don't think that they they want to be there mm. good points all around ladies and gentlemen we we really I think, had a I big think the time most we'll this. get out of, uh-huh. i think sony is all in on vr yeah and VR is is their their focus right now instead sure. of anything else. They, they see that they see that uh, possibly Meta is stumbling the ball a little bit, and they want to kind of pick it up and possibly give you the the double to triple A experiences that people are looking for, and maybe they become the the the, the household if, name in VR, huh? If mm-hmm. Sony if Sony does one move, mm-hmm. they they're right there in the cloud game, and that's just partner with Netflix. That's all they need to do, and and overnight. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll be they'll be a force in in cloud gaming 
Well, that that'd be AWS gaming basically, Luna gaming, because that's the same back end, <laughs> backbone. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> like yep. it'd be an int- interesting time to see. Now, see, and and we're not gonna get on a VR tangent because it's time for us to go. But my 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 <laughs> my world, when they crack the nut on being able to just like X Cloud now latency and all of that, if you're able to solve the latency problem and be able to deliver quality like like uh, uh, PC backed games, but through the cloud to a headset that's very light. That's how you solve the problem. Right now, having the, having to have a really big PC rig to support it before you get the real experiences, or having like a phone on your face, both are, both are bad ideas. I, I like where where uh, where PlayStation is going. Right, their cable is is one cable and all that, but to make it work, cloud supported stream to your headset. Right, lots of latency there, so we're years from it. But if you're able to get there, I think that's that's when the slow-mos of the slow-mos of the world will we'll take another look at it and go, hmm. you know, now it's actually worth something because it's lightweight on your head and it offers you AAA experiences rather than the dumbed down. Yes, because that's that's what I'm looking. Look, I, I look at Call of the Wild. Uh, sorry, Call of the mm-hmm. Mountain, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is like your your I think only the second or maybe third big AAA experience. I feel like every VR platform has had a AAA experience. Yeah. The the Index had um, which Alex. is playable and everything, but mm-hmm. you know. Half-Life Alex, mm-hmm. uh, Meta had a Lone Echo 2, mm-hmm. and now PSVR 2 has uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain. But yeah. like, I watched someone play it, and it's I'm not just, great. Yeah, it's, it's like you're, it looks you're, great, you're but it doesn't play great. It's it's there's a game called The Climb. It's on Quest. It's on all you do is climb. It's an actual workout. You know how high can yeah. you climb? How inter- they literally took that idea and they put a put a Horizon skin on it. Right. Yeah, and, and, then, and there is some yeah. shooting of the arrow in it, and there is yes. some combat aspects to yes, it. But there I, are. the vast majority of what I saw was a lot of climb. Is is the and, climb? There's a game called and, the climb, and that's what it is. <laughs> and it's like that's where I, I've always felt like when it comes to VR, yeah. is that you don't we don't get these full fledged real AAA experiences that we get with just standard gaming. So and not you only know that. Why, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Just to jump in real fast. Yeah, ahead, Not only that, but I think that what VR has going against them mm-hmm. is that your your dealing with gaming has always been done on a TV or a screen, a flat mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with years and years of what people are used to. So yeah. now you're asking people to put on a headset, See, and I think that that right there your is, a, is a tough sell. To your exact point, because the the existing like gaming landscape is so tried and true and they've worked out all the kinks and everything else in order to get somebody into a vr headset and and offer a new paradigm it can't be everything you do already on the normal game there has to be a reason why you want to get into vr something you can't do on the normal flat screen and by and large when you when when uh one one platform iterates on that and does something special it makes people go oh wow this was not possible until you, you did it here that's what happened with Half-Life Alex and their extreme levels of, of physics that you have to grab and touch and all this. That's what makes people like, think it's special there. With Lone Echo, it was the fact that you're in VR and because of because of the fact that you're in space, you, you, the, it makes the locomotion a whole different thing. To me, it feels like, and, and, and take this from a person who hasn't had face time with it yet, have had face on it yet, but to, to Slow Mo's point and all the videos I've watched, it's like they spent a lot of time on the looks and boy, does it look great. But the gameplay, that thing that it makes looks you, amazing. 
yeah, it looks amazing. Like absolutely amazing. The foveate rendering helps that, you know, you can get into detail and see some stuff that you would not see before. But I think that they iterated more on the looks than they did the gameplay because there's nothing you can do in that game that you can't do on a normal flat screen, right? And I feel like that may be a detriment to that franchise and them moving things forward. Every time people have been surprised by VR, even as early as the original Oculus Rift, it was sitting in a cockpit and being a fighter pilot because that headset really gave you that one-to-one -one idea of being, in a, uh, being a fighter pilot, something you couldn't do on a normal screen, right? I haven't seen anything that, that, that they're showing right now besides the looks, which also you can do on a normal screen, but nothing from a gameplay perspective that you go, wow, I need to put this thing on my face because it's different than anything I can do with a flat screen, right? But the fact they're trying is commendable yeah. enough, right? Because yeah, Meta agree. has gone in the wrong direction, in my humble opinion. The phones on your face is not hot. It's not what we're looking for. We're looking for actual hardware that actually pushes the envelope. And it looks like do, do you like think the Quest Three? Mm -hmm. Do you think the Quest Three would be that, or is it is it? A I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so because Meta also has a whole bunch of really hardcore, great developers back there that they bought up and ate up, and 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 now we're waiting to see what Ready at Dawn does. Now Campo we're Santo. Exactly. Exactly. We're yeah, waiting to see. Yeah, what I was they're... waiting on their next game. Exactly. That they were working on it instead. And then they got you know, bought. They, yes. They got bought you know, and, and yeah. liquidated. And, yeah. and you know what? This is part of the reason why I don't believe the whole uh, narrative about uh, about Luminous Studios mm -hmm. not getting uh, dissolved. Yeah. Is because I remember what happened to Campo Santo and yeah, Valve. Yeah. I know that's exactly. a different, different no, publisher, right. different developer. But they, it's, it's a way all they the say talk face. was. Yeah. yeah, they said, "Oh, the game that we're work still developing isn't going away. We're still going to make that game." Mm -hmm. And but instead, that entire team got, got separated got and yep. moved towards Half Life Alex. Yep. And mm -hmm. and Campo Santo as a studio does not even really exist exist anymore. anymore. No, they're, they're gone. They're so that gone, game yeah. is done. And yep. that game, like like they were doing another game that was going to be similar to their. Uh, their first game, Firewatch. Firewatch, yeah. Which I, I thought was great. Firewatch is amazing. Fantastic game, game yes. Yeah. I, I still play it from time to time, absolutely. Uh, yeah. to, to, to finish up this this VR block, and I, and I appreciate that we're going there in the VR block. To finish up this VR block, one thing that gives me hope is PlayStation, right? You think they, you know, they're, they're, vet, they're uh, incumbents in the game or they might not have enough, enough skill to, to do it. Most don't know it. But the reason why Meta is Meta now is because of Insomniac. They are full of AAA VR games that now are stuck on the PC app store of the Meta Quest, right? It's not even on the Quest store, which is the mobile version. They are stuck mm -hmm. on the Rift store, but they're really awesome, both first person and third person, AAA budgeted games that, that, that uh, uh, Insomniac cranked out, at least three or four of them that really, really honed them that really showed people that hey, this VR games could actually do something, and now they're owned by 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 uh, 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 um, um, PlayStation, right? So, and they happen to also be the same company that's trying to really push. I, I VR. think I think to to push the PSVR two. I, mm -hmm. I I've been thinking this for a while because Insomniac's been teasing, and I think they've been working on a Resistance VR game. Oh, really that'd be do. awesome. Mm. That'd be awesome, awesome, awesome. Then you'll see me plunk down some money. Right now, you haven't seen me plunk down money. Because every game besides The Climb, a.k.a. Call of the Mountain, is all available <laughs> on every other system. And I have and all of them. And if there's any team that can crank out Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, and, and, yes, and, it is Insomniac. and Resistance VR, it's Insomniac. Absolutely. Yeah. They're called Insomniac for a reason. They don't sleep. 
they do not sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep, so yep. fuzzy, let's let's get everybody out of here. But let me let, let's let you get the last word. Do you have a PSVR two? Are you planning on getting one? It's it's on the plan. Okay. Um, right okay. now, I'm I'm kind of holding out just a little bit longer until Forza uh-huh. uh, Motorsport comes out. Because uh-huh. I'm, trying, I'm trying to see if I'm going to stay console <laughs> or go uh-huh. full on PC. Yep. Um, and then the hope would be eventually that you know GT7 comes to PC as well. But mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I definitely want to get it. But I, Sega and I, I was a Sega kid as well. Um, mm-hmm. Sega taught me one thing: never buy hardware for just one game. Yeah. Um, and and right now, GT7 is the only game that of what I've seen mm-hmm. that appeals to me for yeah. VR as far as what the PSVR2 mm-hmm. has to offer. And it, it looks awesome as far as the in-car views and things along those lines. But, yep. you know, after buying the 32X and the Sega CD, and then I think it was like a few months X. later buying the, the Sega Saturn. The Tower of Power, and, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yep. I'm done buying hardware for one game. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, okay. I, it, it's on the list, mm-hmm. but I want to see at least one more game. Or if I know that I'm going full on PC, mm-hmm. at that point I'll cave and, and pick it up. I, I really wish they had made the PSVR 2 out of the box, ready to be compatible with PC instead of yep. something that, you know, Bro, people will have to hack and top or do like a hack language, and touch type of deal for. It, same language. Sony gets in, the, and, I, and I said this in the green room, Sony just gets in their own way. Yeah. If it was compatible with PC, and if they would have released GT7 on PC, there's no doubt in my mind they would have gotten to that million two million sold. benchmark. Yes. Yes. I, I, I think it's coming. I think they didn't want to release uh, the PSVR 2 on PC without their own storefront first. Mm, and that's sense. also coming. Okay. So I think once they get their own launcher on PC, then we'll then see, see that PSVR 2 would be supported because then they that can get sense. 100% of all of the revenue that's generated per sales instead Mr. of having Slumo to get Backslap, some of that. You have that given me hope, sir. You have given me hope. I, I, I did not buy a PSVR 2 because... I'm going to E3, damn it. That's what I'm doing, and I'm trying to save yeah. some money, right? But I, I, I based, I based that, my, my thought on that based off of the fact that they encrypted the uh, portions, the like port. the, the, the portions yep. that were people jailbroke PSVR mm-hmm. 1 yep. and have firmware running on PC, mm-hmm. they encrypted those things so that it couldn't be possible. Yep. I don't mm. think you, if, if you don't care about PC, you don't care about putting it on PC at some yep. point, I don't think you go through that effort. So to that yeah. point, to that point, that slow mo. What did they do when the PlayStation Five came out and everybody hated the white plates? They they sent cease and desist orders all over the place. You're not allowed to sell that. And then five minutes later, they yeah. started selling their own. <laughs> exactly. Yes, sir. True. Yes, sir. So okay, point. okay, okay, okay. We're 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 right at the end of it. I, I think we we did about an hour and a half, an hour forty five. I think that's that that we'll leave it there. And I'll even cut out the. I'll cut out the, 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 the PC VR talk as a little block. So I always appreciate talking tech with you gentlemen. But mm-hmm. all right, Mr. John Wolf, it has been an honor and a pleasure to have you on this air as we always do, sir. I know that from time to time you're on some shows or maybe you take a little step back and, and, and do some relaxing and hang out with the fam. Where can people keep up with your, your slanderous tweets? Where can people yep. enjoy the conversations with you online? Tell the people where they can find you, sir. Yeah, man. Thanks so much, K, for hosting this, and I'm really happy that you did it. It's always good to get together with your, with you and and gamers just like 
fuzzy and, and slow-mo and, and just talk games, man, and just chill and it'd be just a relaxing environment. It's kind of like the only thing missing, honestly, was a drink in my hand here. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, hit me up on Twitter, guys. John Wolf, exactly how it's spelled there. X in front and back of the, of the John Wolf. Steam, Xbox, PC. Hit me up anytime, guys. You'll see me online playing various... Uh, games throughout various devices. I'm always up to something. This man I'm is PCMR these days. I see you. Playing. I mean, these days, these days, you know. But I'll, been uh, indoctrinated. I'll... He has <laughs> successful <laughs> mission accomplished. I, I mean, I mean, you could play Watch Dogs, you yes, know, uh, uh, with it looking real good, or you can mm -hmm. play Watch Dogs at 900p. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So sometimes <laughs> it, it really depends, man, on, on what mood I'm in. Uh, but thank you so much for having me on the show. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, brother, it's always a pleasure having you on. You know, you you family at this point. Anytime you want to come on, anytime you have ideas, we're always open for it because always great to chat and catch up with you, sir. And how about you, Fuzzy Belvedere? I know you you have a full boat of podcasts and you, you, your, time, your time is at a premium and we always appreciate you sharing some of that time with us. Where can folks keep up with your ongoings on the internet? Oh, just want to thank you for including me on this. And man, Steam Deck, still an awesome piece of kit hopefully hopefully uh we'll see more and more uh support mm -hmm. as far as for uh some of the console carryover stuff or yep. just i, I gotta oh brother know, i'll hit you in the dms deal. we'll hook it up man <laughs> you're, you're gonna be surprised how good that thing works don't worry about it let's go awesome but uh for those that want to hear my rants or rambles on anything gaming related particularly racing related and stuff like that just follow me on twitter at fuzzy underscore belvedere you can also find me on Fun Special, uh, Fun Speculations uh, channel, as well as Double Barrel Gaming's channel and PTK Blam's channel for uh, a number of podcasts throughout the week. But uh, it was awesome doing this. Thank you again. Oh, brother, o always a pleasure, sir. Oh, I, I love your takes. You know, you, you are the the racing aficionado. Whenever I need my 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 knowledge. Uh, 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 solidified or i need to be schooled i know who to go to and, and just general technology you know I, I think folks don't 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 equate you with that but you got a lot of skill in that department as well so i, I always appreciate your taste and of course thank you, thank you of course the man who can who can dish it out as much as as, as ever born saga can which which is surprising because that's 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 a hard bar to clear mr slow-mo <laughs> backslap co-host dps podcast out here dropping knowledge dropping science always appreciate you joining us being a part of this community sir tell the fine folks where they can find you and all the things you do online well you can find me on my youtube channel tiktok twitter everything slow-mo backslap uh just as it's spelled uh here on the screen um i do a podcast with my homie gaming forte uh du duo podcast called damage per second podcast that's dps podcast we do it every thursday nights 9 p.m eastern standard time uh we have a great time i do live streams too i have i, I need to get back into the hang of that i used to do uh all the time lunchtime mm -hmm. with slow-mo which yep. uh you may see that coming back very soon as well Ooh. as just uploading like real thought piece kind of videos or videos i get into topics like black hair and video games and doing the research on that uh doing reviews uh I, the last review i did was for elden ring so it's been a little while but it's like when i do a review i i, I do a very comprehensive in-depth review so check out the channel if you like it you no know, sub sub to it but i appreciate being here shout out to the wolf here shout out to fuzzy you guys are always quality people i love love talking talking games with y'all as well as k you know uh, when, when when you when i uh, I 
I feel good that you didn't have to. Uh, <laughs> I know where um, you're going. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. You didn't have to 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 make up for your your buddy Everborn's, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, crazy uh-huh. takes yes, his, his uh-huh. tenfold that nonsense. Yeah. You know, oh, you you speaking of that, bro. Of that. You you gonna see? We're gonna have a segment. Every time he starts talk, talking tinfoil, I'm gonna put a tinfoil on his head. It's it's coming. You gotta baby. have the X Files. You, you gotta it. have the X Files song in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yes, X Files. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to get crazy on this channel. We're gonna do some very interesting things soon. We're gonna lean into the craziness a little bit, but you're gonna see That's that gonna on the channel. Awesome. Yes, and, and you deserve and, and you you and Everborn deserve all the success, just like everybody else. You know, uh, I, I really have an admiration for all you content creators, man. I think you all do a great job. So thank you, thank you, appreciate it. You know, it, it's fun, but some days it's 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 hard to get out of bed. But then I get awesome comments from people about how how they just discovered our show and how they're liking it, and it it re- rejuvenates you, it invigorates you, and it gets you back on it. You know, it's it's real fun, and I'm really enjoying the ride so far. So thanks everybody for the support, and all you guys, the content creators, who always you know choose to come and join us, and we have great conversations like this one. But okay. So we are done for this for, for this show. Uh, um, I don't even know when I'm going to slip this into the feed. Pause. <laughs> but <laughs> you will get a standard episode from us uh, as you do every week, you know. But this is something I felt like it, it, it was it was about time we we jumped back in and had another conversation about it. This was so fun. It was I I, I it was a pleasure having this conversation with you, gentlemen. Wouldn't have had it any other way. And Everborn Saga was not on the first one, and of course he slandered out on the second one. As it's is fair because his takes would have probably been ridiculous anyway. So all right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he would have been he would have been the Lulu Chan. Of oh the, uh, come of the on podcast, now, you know? she's speaking truth to power. <laughs> Calm down, speaking truth to yeah, power. Yeah, no, no, I love Lulu. I love Lulu. Dude. But she's, I have she's up there. We will talk again. We'll maybe maybe at some point when we all have have PSVR twos and we and we've spent some time with it, we might come back and and and, and do something similar for that because. I enjoyed this, our, our little our little st- uh, our PCVR, uh, PC VR PC slash you know you know VR conversation. So maybe we'll we'll do that at, at the next time. But until yeah. next time, we hope you guys enjoyed our special episode of Steam Deck. One year later, have a good day, gaming. Enjoy yourself. Later. <laughs>